Welcome to Victorious Living. Let us start at ground level in knowing God's faithfulness. There's where your faith starts. It starts at ground level. In other words, it started when you accepted Jesus as your Savior. You believed that He died for your sins and died on the cross. And the things that we believe in that. We believe that and we believe then that uh, it's where our faith, or we know then that's where our faith starts. We have exercised a measure of faith when we believed in Christ. When that happens, you are born again. You're a child of God. But now the journey begins. Your walk in faith now is that's the starting point that's the originating point in your life in my life our life it is where faith begins but it's not where faith ends welcome to victorious living with pastor charles cowan today pastor cowan shares with us the revealing of our faith we invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now, here's Pastor Cowan as he shares the revealing of our faith. Can I say that I believe God will deliver me? And that there is no problem that is too big for God. And that I can get over everything that somebody may throw my way. I can get over it. Why? Because God is working for me. And I believe in the faithfulness of God. And that he's already done for me what needs to be done for me so I can be like Paul and Silas. I can be like the Hebrew children. I can be like Daniel when he wouldn't bow down. They put him in the lion's den and them little kitty cats laid down and made him a pillar. Can I believe that? Can I believe that? Can you believe that? And so it's a great test of our faith to develop our faith and have faith in the faithfulness of God. So sometimes we may come to the place where we try to work it out ourselves. We could do that. Where we work it out ourselves and kind of just take it out of the hands of God, put it in my hands because the fire's hot. Amen. And the lion is roaring. And the jail is dark. What's, what's, what's the enemy trying to do? He's trying to take your faith in God's faithfulness out of your hands. And, uh, you know, sometimes he may be successful, sometimes maybe not. I don't know. You have to answer that uh, uh, yourself. So today, people write contracts to protect themselves. Now listen, when I make that statement, let me tell you what I'm saying. God has written us a contract and it's called a covenant. And it's called a covenant. And he said, 
there's not one thing about my covenant that I'll break. So what does that mean? If God said it, he said, I will not alter my covenant. But the problem is people sometimes don't know the covenant. I'm not saying I know everything about that, you know, but that don't keep me from preaching it just because I don't know everything about it. And so the covenant is a contract that assures us God will do what he said he would do. And so here we see then uh, that uh, today people write contracts. Do you ever go to the, buy a new car, a new, new, whatever, a new lawnmower or whatever? Or whatever it might be. I don't know what it might be. It's not, nothing is coming to mind except my lawnmower story. And so, you know what I'm saying? Amen. Well, for those of you that said, what about your lawnmower story? I brought a new lawnmower two, three, four, five, several years ago. And lo and behold, I was in such a hurry to get home to cut the grass. I had my gas can with me. I stopped at the gas station and there was one pump that had no car around it. I whipped right in there. And I mean, I took the cap off of my gas cap, but I was at the diesel pump. And I pumped my car full of diesel. And I put that diesel fuel in that gas can. And I headed home. And I got home. I put that diesel fuel in my lawnmower. And when I tried to crank that more blue smoke, I mean, it was just all over the place. And I said, they have given me a, a, a lawnmower that's got something wrong with it. So I boxed it up and took it right back to them. Well, when I got over there, they, uh, they gave me, uh, they gave me something, I think another one gave me another line, uh, more. I took it home. And I got my diesel fuel in that can, thinking it was gasoline, and I filled that new mower with diesel fuel. So I did that, and blue smoke, blue smoke came out again. I said, I can't believe they've given me another one. I boxed it up, went right back to the Lowe's. And said, y'all have given me another bad lawnmower. And he said, well, bring it on around back, brother. He didn't call me brother. He said, he said, bring it on around back. So I took it around back. He took the cap off of the gas tank on the lawnmower, stuck his finger down in it. And then he pulled his finger out and he went right under my nose. And he said to me, he said, Mr., you've got diesel fuel in your more. Take it home and clean it out. I don't know how I got off on that story. 
but I'm talking about a lawnmower. Talking about a lawnmower. Amen. So whatever you believe in God for, you can, you'll never be able to exercise a full-grown faith until you have developed a full-grown faith in the faithfulness of God. So that's why it's important to hear the word. Amen. You know, uh, sometimes people don't like to sit through a sermon. They can't, they can't, they can't. Their body just, you know, their body just won't let them sit there. Well, isn't that what the enemy wants? Yeah. Okay, we sung good while ago, but I don't know where it went. All right, now, let us start tonight, today, tonight, I'm still in tonight. Let us start at ground level in knowing God's faithfulness. There's where your faith starts. It starts at ground level. In other words, it started when you accepted Jesus as your Savior. You believed that he died for your sins and died on the cross and the things that we believe in that. We believe that, and we believe then that... Uh, it's where our faith, or we know then that's where our faith starts. We have exercised a measure of faith when we believed in Christ. When that happens, you are born again. You're a child of God, but now the journey begins. Your walk in faith now is, that's the starting point. That's the originating point in your life, in my life, our life, it is where faith begins, but it's not where faith ends. So a lot of times people will say, I'm a believer. That's what they mean. I have believed that Jesus is my Savior. Or I have accepted Jesus as my Savior. And that's where their faith rests, but it's just a beginner's faith. It is a beginner's faith. So people ask sometimes, well, why you teach so much on faith? Because without it, I can't please God. Without it, I can't be born again. Born again. Without it, I'm not going to receive any of God's blessings. So there's, there's numerous reasons why we uh, stress the point of developing our, our faith. So let's start here at ground level in knowing God's faithfulness. Doubt uncertainty are so often because or let me say it this way uncertainty is, is, is so often because there is doubt concerning God's faithfulness to us uncertainty comes when I'm not certain that God will do what he said he would do and you know sometimes people in that situation you'll you You've seen it, maybe you have, maybe you haven't. They want God in times past. I don't hear much about it of late in the last few years, but they'll ask God to prove himself. And they'll make statements like, let something happen so that I can see it that'll tell me that you are going to do this for me. It's called putting out a fleece. And so now what we're doing, we've moved from our responsibility of our Faith, our faith in God's faithfulness to letting some external uh, thing happen around us to prove to us that God is true. Right. 
and uh, we're way off base. We're so far off base and that gets ingrained in our, our mind. We don't never need to ask God to prove himself, but yet he tells us to prove him uh, in the tithe and the offering. Prove me now here with. And so God really doesn't need anybody to approve him because he is God, always has been. So we mask our doubt in God's faithfulness with a reason why we lack faithfulness in God's faithfulness. Because we say sometimes, we, now you understand when I say we, I didn't call your name. And that's not, not my intent. But we say sometimes, I have a problem, or people will say sometimes, I have a problem believing because I was believing God for something. How many of you in here have ever believed God for something? That's all of us. I've, I've, I believed God for something and I didn't get it, which is saying God didn't do it. And so what does that do? That pierces any faith that I believe that God is faithful to do for me what he said he would do when I look at it from that standpoint. So praise God that the Hebrew children didn't look at it that way. Daniel didn't look at it that way. Paul and Silas didn't look at it that way. It's our hope that today's message, the revealing of our faith, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon, different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD copy of today's message, request offer three. Today's special offer number is three. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.